How's everybody doing today? Thanks for jumping in. Uh, we're going to get going. We are live on Facebook as well on the Network Global Agents page. Uh, so you can tune in there as well as live here. Recordings will be sent out. But today what we're going to talk about is as a business owner, how do we pull more profit from our business? So here's the reality we live in. 80% of small businesses break even or lose money. That's a fact. Over 80% of people that go into business break even or lose money. Now, in my opinion, that's not really a business worth having or a business worth owning or a business to have at all. Why are we in business? We're in business for the purpose of making money to provide the best life possible for ourselves, for our family, for our children, to, to, to have the best we can. That's why we go into business. It's not to break even. It's not to lose money. So for my realtor friends out there, Here's the challenge we face. For all of the realtors out there, the challenge you face is we get caught up in sales volume awards. We get caught up in gross commission. We get caught up in awards for the number of homes sold. It's easy to get distracted from what's really important, and that's maximizing our profit. You see, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. So just because you get an award for making $4 million in, in gross commission income, that's cool. But if your net profit was only 40 grand, is that cool? Not really, right? So it's not about how much we make. I want you to keep that in mind. It's not about how much we make. It's about how much we keep. How much profit are we pulling out of our business? I'm sure you've heard of the, uh, the realtor that won the big sales award that was on stage getting praised for how great they are. And they broke down and started crying because their house was in foreclosure. You know, units, gross commission, sales awards, all of that stuff's cool. But at the end of the day, it's about how much money am I putting into my pocket? How much money am I taking out of the business from a profitability standpoint to fund my life, to create wealth, to build wealth, to invest in things that pay me passively? It's not about getting a shiny medal at the end of the year. That's the last thing I would be concerned about. What I'm concerned about is profit. So why is that? Why are most people, you know, there are realtors out there that were more profitable selling $3 million a year than they are running a $100 million sales team. It's mind blowing, right? So the challenge is running a business for one is hard and it has a lot of challenges. So if you're going to endure the abuse that comes with running your own business, you know, don't you deserve, you feel to at least make a profit from it and a good profit at that, not just a, you know, a tiny marginal profit. You know, you, you definitely do. So the answer is yes. And we're going to cover how to do that. So here's one of the things, the traditional accounting method that we were all taught that started back in the 1900s, right? It's basically sales or revenue minus expenses equals profit. So that's the, the gap, call it GAAP, the Generally Accepted Accounting Principle. Founded in the early 1900s. Basically, in short, what it means is revenue is coming in. All right, we pay all of our expenses, our staff, our overhead, our rent, all of our, you know, our salaries, and we hope there's money left over at the end of that to pay ourselves a profit as the owner. So there's a challenge, a couple of challenges. One challenge with this method is that there's a fundamental flaw that basically it goes against human nature. So no matter how much income we generate, we're always going to find as human beings, we're always going to find a way to spend it, all of it. So there's one, ten, one flaw right there because we're focused on income minus expense equals profit. We're focused on the first two. So when times are good, it's in money's flowing in. It's easy to spend more money and justify why we need to spend it. Right. And we, but we know. So, and before, before we know it, the money starts to dwindle and then we start to struggle. It's like, oh gosh, how are we going to cover this? All these necessary expenses that I thought I needed 
Now all of a sudden it's the money starting to dwindle. Money's money's going out faster than it's coming in. I'm in panic mode. That's happening right now. Look online right now and see how many companies are cutting, not just real estate companies. There's a lot of those too, but companies in general, look at all the staff they're cutting. Look at all the expense they're cutting. They're going into panic mode when times are good and things are thriving. People spend, 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 spend without giving it much thought. Now it's, oh no, it's panic mode. And, and that's where like Warren Buffett, people like that, that have run highly successful, profitable businesses over the decades will tell you that it's easy to be a good business owner when everything's good. It's easy to be a good business owner when the economy's great, things are going and sales are up and money's coming in. It's easy to look like a genius and a great business owner at that time. The challenge is, and where and we're the, we're the true leaders in industry and business are made are when times are bad. How do they thrive through tough times? How do they, how do they maximize their profits in tough times? And not have to lay everybody off because that's not always the answer either. But people go into panic mode and start cutting expenses. And some expenses people are cutting, which might be giving them good returns, but they're in such a panic that they need to cut every expense possible, even though it might be generating a good return for them. So here's our tendency as human beings, we tend to grow. Our tendency is to grow what we focus on. So if we're only focused on revenue and expense, well, naturally, we're going to focus on those two metrics. So I want to talk about today how we can focus on profit first. How do we put our focus on maximizing profit? And there's actually a book titled that, Profit First. Uh, and that's where I took a lot of the principles that I'm going to talk about today came from that book. So I highly recommend you read the book if you're going to implement the strategy, which it's a very effective strategy I've been using for quite a, quite a number of years now. So what we're going to talk about is how we maximize profit and how we're pulling profit and how I pull profit out of each one of my businesses every single month. So let's get into how it works. How do we maximize profit? Well, the first step is I need to understand where my revenue is coming from and I need to know how much is coming in and how much is going on. So that means I need a profit and loss statement. Even if you're a brand new realtor, you need to start these principles and these habits early on. I need to know what are my expenses going out, right? I'm a new business owner, I'm a real estate agent, whatever it is, how much expense is going out each month and how much is coming in? That's what a profit and loss statement looks like. I look like at my profit and loss statement every single week, every Friday. I do accounting in my businesses. I have several different businesses where money's coming in. I look at that every single week. Now, the challenge for that, and I talk about real estate because we're in the real estate space a lot, but this, this applies for any business owner. But a lot of what I see realtors do early on in their careers is they use their personal checking account as a dual account. So meaning that commissions come into a personal checking account. I'm spending my, my money there and I'm not setting up a separate business account to operate my business out of. So I did this early on too. I made mistakes with it. You need to differentiate because all of the money that comes in is not yours, right? And we're going to get into that in a minute, but you need to separate your business account from your personal account. And you should do that even before you even start. Don't wait until you start making 50, 60, 100, $200,000, $500,000 to do this. It's going to be a mess. So you need to separate it. You can't run a successful business operating out of your personal checking account. So what you need to do is set up an operating account. So step one is we need to set up a separate account for our business outside of my personal checking account that's going to be my operating account. Now, this is the account that all of my income from my sales goes into. It goes into my operating account first. Then what I need to do is I need to set up several other accounts as well. And I know what you're thinking, you know, it's hard enough to manage one account. Now I'm going to switch to set up multiple. I get it. It's tough. But if you want to run a highly profitable business, 
you need to start doing this because typically what happens is we start increasing our income, our income goes up. And at the end of the month, where did it all go? We have no idea because our expenses went up, our lifestyle increased, all of these things. It's easy to spend when the money's coming in. And then it's like, where did it all go? I had a really good year. Where's my profit? Where, where did all that money I go make? So running a business isn't easy and money follows attention. And when we begin to put attention on profit, we begin to get more of it. So get your operating account set up and all of your revenue is going into that. Now you need a second account. Your next account is what we call owner's compensation. So this account is for how you're going to pay yourself for doing your job. And what I mean by that is if I had to pay someone to do my job, how much on, on, a da- on the things they do on a daily basis, how much would you have to pay them? Right? So what I shoot for a target here is about 20%. It's good for about 20% until you start getting over that like 250 to $300,000, $400,000 threshold. You're going to need to lower this number. But if, if my target's 20% for owner compensation, meaning what I would pay myself to do the job that I'm in. So for example, if my company's making $250,000 a year in revenue, I'm going to pay myself $50,000 a year to run that, they run that company in the form of owner compensation, 20%. Now, if I'm making a million dollars, my job, I might be able to pay somebody $100,000 and, and at that point, to do my job. So at that point, I probably wouldn't want to pay myself 20% of a million. I don't want to pay myself 200 grand in the form of salary. I may want to keep it at 100,000, but the IRS basically says, we need to pay ourselves a reasonable wage for what it would take to do the job that we're in, what that role is. So, and you're going to see why in a minute, why we want owner distributions or profit distributions to be a higher percent than owner compensation. So as your money gets up to a million, 2 million, 3 million, this 20% number could go down to 15%, 10%, 5%, depending on that. So what you're going to find though, is as your business begins to grow, you're going to find that um, you most likely will have to put yourself on payroll and then begin doing profit distributions, which is why your next account needs to be a profit account. So third account, profit account. Now with the account, you need to determine what your ideal profit margin is. So for conversation's sake, we're going to say 15%. So I want a 15% profit margin. Now, keep in mind, I'm paying myself 20% in owner's compensation. I'm paying myself 15% in profit. That means I'm running a 35% profit margin business. So if I'm a realtor and I'm in production, you know, my profit margin could be way higher because my cost of sale will be lower. So if I'm, if I'm out of production, though, and I'm not selling and I'm running or managing a team, I need to be looking at can I run a 35 to 40% profit margin? That's a pretty healthy business. If I'm out of production or if I'm in production, that profit margin could be north of 50%. It just depends on where you're at in your business. So I want to be looking at from a profit standpoint, 15% in that account, 20% in my owner compensation account, and then I have an operating account that all my money's going into. Now I need one final account, which is the dreaded tax account, right? So we know we have to pay taxes. So what happens to a lot of people that don't ever set this up is that money comes in into their personal checking account, $10,000 comes in, $10,000 gets spent, right? Another 10,000 comes at the end of the year, they made $100,000, tax bill comes, they're owed, I don't know, if they're not, they don't have a good accountant, they don't have expenses, maybe they're 30, 40 grand in taxes, 35, 25, whatever it is, big fat tax bill comes, hey, on paper, I made a ton of money and I did make, I made over $100,000, I have nothing to show for it, now I have a big tax bill. You don't want that to happen, so you have to plan accordingly. So my final account is, 
tax percentage is, is I want a 15%. So in my account, I want 15% of everything that comes into taxes. Now, you might think 15% sounds low. And with the right accountant, you can get your taxes very low and at times to 0%. You have to remember that tax laws are written by wealthy people, so they don't have to pay taxes. There's thousands of pages of tax code on how to legally not pay income tax. And the government incentivizes people by two ways, to create jobs or provide affordable housing. So for my real estate people, you're in the industry already, go buy real estate. That's one of the best tax savings you can ever do is owning real estate. So when you do this correctly, you can significantly reduce your tax liabilities. That's why it's so important to have a really knowledgeable accountant, not just any accountant that doesn't understand this. You need somebody that keeps up with this. So side note, if you're looking for a good podcast or a good book, Tom Wheelwright, Wealth Ability, and he also has a book called Tax-Free Wealth, go read that. That's a really good book on tax savings to change your mindset around how you can significantly reduce tax liabilities. Now, I've got my account set up, right? So I've got my operating account, my profit account, my owner's compensation, and my tax account. So let's take an example here. Let's imagine $10,000 in revenue went into my operating account this week. So I made $10,000 this week. What I need to do is every week, I'm gonna move that money into correct accounts. So from my operating account, I'm going to move $2,000, 20% into my owner's compensation account. I'm then going to move $1,500, 15% into my profit account. And then I'm also going to move $1,500 or 15% into my tax account. That's going to leave me with $5,000 or 50% in my operating account to run my business. So now I've got owner's comp put away. I've got my profit put away. I've got my taxes put away and I've got $5,000 remaining to run my business. So what I'm doing essentially is I'm pulling my profit out first and then running my business on what's left over rather than the traditional model of paying all of my expenses and taking whatever profits that might be left over, if any. I'm hoping at that point, hopefully there's profit left over so I can pay myself. I'm going to put my profit away first. Now, here's the really cool thing about this accounting method. At the end of every month, what I do is I'm going to go to my profit account and I'm going to distribute 50% of the, that balance that's in that account for the month to myself in the form of a profit distribution. I get a tax break if I'm paying myself profit distributions rather than, a, than a, I'm not paying um, self-employment tax, I'm not paying payroll tax. So I'm going to take 50% of whatever's in that profit account at the end of the month and pay myself half of it. So if I have $50,000 in that account at the end of the month, I get to distribute $25,000 to myself, which is pretty cool. Wouldn't you agree? Now, you have something to look forward to every month, and it becomes kind of a game. How much can I get into that profit account to be able to distribute that money to myself every single month, or at least 50% of it? Now, questions you're probably asking. What if there isn't enough in your operating account to run the business? It's a good question. So one, you've discovered an issue and a big hole in your business that needs to be corrected. So last week um, in this podcast, I spoke about how to re-marginalize your business, especially as we move into tough times. You need to begin looking at every single dollar that you're spending and hold that money accountable. So this accounting method of putting your profit first is actually going to force you not to spend on things that aren't necessary. So right now, maybe your spending's out of control. Right. And maybe you're paying yourself, you know, maybe paying yourself 15, 20% profit owner's compensation. Maybe it's not possible. So, what I want you to do is start setting up 
target allocations of what is the ideal profit margin you would like to run out of your business. So right now, so if your goal is to have 20% in owner's compensation and 15% in profit, but right now you can only do five and five, well then start with that. Start with those numbers and begin finding ways to cut any unnecessary expenses and focus on ways to generate additional revenue so that you can begin to build a profitable business. So to recap all of this, I get it right now. It might seem like a daunting task, but start with this. Start with, get your account set up. Get your account set up, put a little bit of money in each one, and then just try it. Once money comes in, you get a commission check, you get a payday, you make a sale, whatever happens, money comes in. Move, try those numbers and move and see where you're at. You can always pull money back out if you need to, but set up a target. What's your ideal target for business or for profit? And once you know that, then start looking at that and figure out how do I get my operating expense at a 50% operating expense so I can run a 35% marginal or profit margin business. Because once you start to take accountability, what happens for most people is they just money comes in, money goes out, they give no thought to it. They don't know where it's going. They don't know where it's spending. They're spending out of control. Set up the habits now, especially early on, if you're new into business, you're new into sales, new into real estate, whatever it is. Set up the habits now of really holding your money accountable and figuring out what's going out, where it's going, why it's going there. Is it generating me a return? If the answer is no, cut it out. Get rid of it. You don't need to spend on that. But start putting your money into these buckets, into these accounts every single week. And you'll be amazed at all of a sudden how much profit you're actually pulling out of your business and how much you're not spending on things that aren't necessary. So when you start cutting unnecessary expenses, when you focus on profit first, you begin to have a super profitable business. Hope that helps. I'll see you guys next time.